0: Barber College Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy JC Johnson City that is and also Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, Virginia on the VA side but also now Proficient Nail Academy downtown Johnson City so we have four programs barbering cosmetology, aesthetics and nails so if you want to get with us get with us let's help you show you what to do to do what it do but again, Barbecue Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, J.C., Bristol, Virginia, and Proficient Nail Academy. Spreading love the Tri-City way is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the major way. I'm going to introduce my co-host, and then we're going to rock it. We got a special episode for you. We got somebody coming from the high school level, my man, K-O-L-E.
1: Uh, Jordan Barr from Bristol, Tennessee. J, uh, J Bob on Instagram. Studio423. Hoping you know you're having a good day. It's been what? It's been a three, while. Three weeks, yeah. two weeks.
0: You've been hiding out in the incubator.
1: Shoot, I've just been grinding.
0: No doubt. And my man.
2: My name is Cole. I go to Elizabethan High School. and I'm just here. He came to my school for the career day and then he invited me out for the podcast. And here I am, I guess
0: that's what's up that's what's up so today we're just going to talk to cole about his interest in being a barber because it's interesting how so i went to a middle school last friday and i went to you guys like about a couple weeks ago before i went to Palm springs to the barber connect and um the barber connect um show and i've been going these is the past couple of going to high schools middle schools and talking to students about barbering and it's unbelievable the love that you get how many students are interested in being in barbering which is crazy and on friday with these fourth and fifth graders and there's about 400 kids from the virginia middle school system 400 kids and each of them had six minutes with with me at my section and i was talking about barbering and the industry. I showed them the tools. So they had about like 15 stations in the gym and they like groups of 20 to 25 kids about 15 to 25 kids in groups give, give you six minutes each each group of kids and you get to talk to them about your career and what you're doing. It was interesting how many little girls wanted to be barbers. It was crazy.
1: It's I said little girls?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like all these girls were interested in being barbers like talking about mullets and fades and and I'm like, these are middle school kids. And I'm like, and that made me feel just happy to see where the industry is going because a lot of them, because of our social media, YouTube, everybody's watching haircuts online or watching YouTube videos, or just just seeing the culture. And that that was kind of amazing.
1: I feel like, well, I cut obviously. I cut a lot of kids, a lot of teenagers. And uh, here recently, I've been getting a lot of people coming up to me and black, bro. He said, I really. <laughs> Oh uh, no! They like, bro, I, I, me and my friend was at the gym the other day, and we was just thinking. They was like, bro, we just, we was calculating how much money you make in a day, and I was <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> there's like, you really be making some good money. I said, bro, it's not even about that. It's just, there's like you we just really mess. It was like, it was like we really been thinking about going to barber school or doing some type of barbering because we like the fact that you're able to really express just, yourself. Like, express yourself. It would dress the way you want. I mean, it's just barbering is cool it's the new end it's the new thing like i I, as a especially for you being young i feel like a lot of kids especially are gonna think that's something that they would like to do
0: but how was the new end and barber is one of the oldest professions i, I don't know maybe, <laughs> it, maybe it was just because of how's it the new the style it's getting trendy yeah, i think it's, it's the style, style. It's, yeah. getting, it's getting trendy it's getting real trendy
1: especially with Vic blends and all them off tiktok especially that tiktok i feel like it's helped us blow up a lot
0: I mean, the, the bar industry is where it is, and I think it's a good thing. It's showing people that you can have a great career, and, and, and take care of yourself and your family, and express yourself, and do something that you love. Because most barbers, when we talk to them, they always enjoy their job. They don't have bad days. They go to work and just are happy.
1: Let's be chilling. <laughs> chilling. We be. I be. Me and my clients. We be sitting there watching movies. We put on. Put on some movies, Be putting on with the movies. Be just chilling, talking, having fun.
0: So so, Cole, my man, and so talk about how we met.
1: So, you came into the class,
2: and I was, I was like one of the. There was a lot of girls in the class, so, and you asked us all to move forward, and then you're like, "Who wants to be a barber?" And I think I was like, one of two people to raise my hand. Yeah, or something. And, and this is high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: this is high school level.
2: And then you told me to come up to the front of the class, and then we just talked for a minute about it, and it was. Really interesting to actually talk about it because I haven't really got to talk to anybody about it because a lot of the barbers in Elizabethan are just like old school, you know, mm-hmm. like you have that. But there's just, it was nice to talk to you about it. And we talked about like you traveling and getting new, st- like always talking to new people and you have friends in Chicago and everything. and
0: So what was your first memory or your first experience, memorable experience of piquing your interest in
2: barbering? Um, maybe when, like. And how old like, were you? Maybe, like, 13, maybe, because I got, like, it was, I was, like, shaved on the sides, and I had, like, a hard part, and I, like, I really liked it, but it was just, like, Um, when like, you're in the barber shop, and everyone has a different haircut, and the barber's just, like, doing it all, and it's, like, like freehand. Right. Like you said, you came in the one day, and it was, like, it was art. Yes. like you're doing when you do like a flat top and it's just like so like perfect you said and you just talked about that and how you enjoyed it but like seeing different haircuts and getting different haircuts for me is cool.
0: So, so what, what, what was your first, were you nervous to tell your parents about, about that that you wanted to be a barber and how did they react?
2: Um,
0: so I know a lot of parents, the reason why I'm asking, because a lot of parents, they don't understand the industry. And when they, a lot of parents want to live through their kids and they have, like, aspirations and a dream and a whole plan, your whole career out for you. And sometimes, and I had a friend of mine who she had a kid, like, planned out, and he told her he wanted to be a barber, and she was a little bit disappointed. How did your parents react?
2: Um. So, I was, like, beginning a teenager when I said it so they probably just thought it was just like a phase to go through so they didn't probably think of it too much but I do get what you're saying when you're like parents like some they want some of their kids to have like a nine to five job and they want just like a like barbering is definitely a different thing for most parents but when my mom's like supportive so she if I say something she would be like oh yeah you can do that like I feel like most moms
0: and that's important because that's something that you when, when you're doing the job and you're grabbing a career you want a career that's something that you're going to be happy with something that's not going to stress you out when you when you're working it's not even work and it's important to pick something that you're going to be happy with so it always makes my heart smile when i hear kids pick it having an interest and barbara piqued their interest at a young age
1: yeah, because- I, uh, I know when I was younger, I didn't really. I don't think I ever thought that I was going to become a barber for sure. But I knew that I liked art because I took advanced art classes and I liked drawing and painting and all types of stuff. But I didn't think that art. But barbering was uh, an outlet as far as, like I guess, creativity goes. but um,
0: So that's the importance of us going into schools and talking to kids from elementary, middle school, and high school because we can start letting them know and give them a, a, a visual aid of our craft and talk about our industry and bring our tools in and let them know, hey, this is fun. This is a viable career. This is something that can take care of yourself and make you some good money. Because the object is, in life is to go to school or get a profession that's going to take care of yourself, give you some money to take care of your kids, your family, and make you happy.
1: Yes, but I feel like at a very young age, though, I feel like you're kind of like, you just kind of wandering. I just mean, like, but
0: that's good, but yeah. you, you need to, you, we need to pique interest because I can remember in most schools, police officers coming to schools, firemen. You know what I'm saying? And you're thinking like, and a lot of kids, that piques the interest mm-hmm. to see someone come in and with a big shiny truck or something different. So I think it's important for not just barbering, but all trades to go into school and talk to kids and let them know the possibilities.
1: I feel that. I was, just, I, I was like, because I know... When I was growing up, that my dad was always saying that hey, you're gonna be a lawyer or you're gonna be a doctor mm-hmm. or like, putting, you know, just putting stuff that usually what people think are good careers, which they are good careers. I'm not saying they're not. But was, it's was just that like, pressure on you? I felt like it was. It was. I felt like um, I, when I went to school, like when I went to school first, I was really I was going to school for what my dad thought I should be going to school for. Mm-hmm. So and I wasn't happy. I could. That's why that's the reason why I, I went to um, community college for. Two semesters and then but I had I had the best grades I ever had in school in college, but I just knew I wasn't happy, and it wasn't I was wasting time on stuff on something I was putting time into something that I didn't know I wanted to do, and I felt like that was just, just a waste of time, so I just dropped out and I don't know i just I felt like it wasn't right, so I just went with my gut
2: yeah, like in school, now I don't know if you felt this way, but like you try to be good for them, mm-hmm. like for your parents so like they're always on me like they used to be on my grades and everything so that which is good they need to be on you yeah.
0: your grades and but,
2: but it's like you want to do good for them so then
0: but you also have to think about
1: yourself sometimes yeah.
0: what is your what 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 is my career path so um th- do your parents have a career path that they want you to directly go into um
2: not really my mom works for anchor and limb mm-hmm. um with like prosthetics and stuff like that that used to pique my interest but I don't really want to work a job like that where I have to go, like, do the same things every single day. Like with barbering, there's going to be a different haircut you can do or new stuff you're always, like, finding out. But like that, there's – it's just a normal job. I don't really feel like that's for me in a way, but she's not really, like – not really forcing it on to me, but.
0: So how, how do you think pursuing a career in barbering align with your personal goals?
2: Um, like I want to have my own business, and it'd be like a fun job that i will like be happy to go do and like barbering is just a cool job to me, and I am interested in that, and like
0: so your your one of your goals is to own your own business, yes, okay, so you see that being a barber and eventually you could own your own business open your own shop this would that's the path you're kind of looking to go down yes that's important that's good and so you must you, you must have had, like, several thoughts. I've been thinking about this, like, heavily for a while. So when I came, I could see it in your eyes, like, yes, someone I could finally talk to. So you was holding this in for a while. Why didn't you just try to talk to your parents and tell them, or talk to your barber at all?
2: Um, Because I feel like I want to go in, like, a bigger city, and I feel like they just, like, they want to stay in the small town, and they just have not the same goals as me, so, so I feel like I can't go to them, and they won't.
0: You know, you know your parents listen. going to listen to this podcast, right? Yeah, they're probably going <laughs> to say something to me, but. I mean, but, but the, the, the cool thing is, is understanding that sometimes a lot of kids, they're afraid to speak to their parents. And it's not that, that you're afraid to speak to your parents. You just don't want to let your parents down and thinking that, well, they have this goal for me, but I really want to do this. But the key thing is is to have a discussion, have a dialogue, and open up. And more 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 often than not, your parents are understanding, and they'll because they they want you to have a plan. I think the problem is, is with a lot of parents is if they don't see their kids have a plan or have something to solid to to work on, then there's a, then there's an issue. But if you come to them with a plan and say, "This is I right. this is how I want to do it. It's mapped out mapped out like this, and at this time I want to my own business and I want to do it like that." more often than not they're gonna be like, okay. They'll they'll be receptive. I think so.
1: And I feel like I feel like a lot of people, especially don't know how far the the rabbit hole of barbering really goes right they don't know because I mean if you look it up barbers it probably they don't really show how much barbers really can make for real right and is this it's I kind of I guess it can kind of be misleading a little bit because you know why we you want to do that you only make like 30,000 a year or something like that I but mean, it's it, like, it,
0: it is misleading when you look at um, the statistics and you Google does bar what do barbers make their salary and, but one of the reasons, again, that we all know why Barbara's salary is so low when you look it up is because a lot of people don't, don't report
1: report the taxes, yeah.
0: report the income. And, and, I, and I want that to change. I hope barbers who are out there listening, for people to understand how effective and relevant our, our, our industry is, report your income. Report your right income. Report that $90,000 you're making. Report that $105,000 you're
1: making. Report that. Report that seventy thousand dollars you're making. So how much? How much, in your opinion, would you think an average barber makes nowadays? I mean, like my barbers in
0: my first class, they said they make. We talked. They made it start with like sixty-five thousand dollars. I
1: say that's about uh, that's about right. I then, say
0: that's about right. Yeah, and last year, some of them told me they made
1: eighty-five. Which is crazy. <laughs> no, what, yeah. no, it's not. It's not crazy, but it is at the same time. It's like i mean it's, I, it's, I guess if you don't know like because i'll tell i'll tell people like what's the potential actually you can make while barbara and they'll look at me like i'm like that's not possible they're like i'm, like, I'm telling you like it it's it's based off yourself like if you go into it it really is based off yourself i mean you have to but,
0: have a drive you have yeah. to have you know you have to you have to take care of the industry for the industry to take care of you you have to take care of, you have to build a relationship with your clients you have to go out there and market yourself you have to go out there and, and work when and bill clientele when you're not cutting hair too and that's and that's not favorable for a lot of barbers it's not, they don't it's, like not speak it's not for everybody
1: like it's not because a lot of people think they, they could just come in and just automatically be making money off that but it takes a lot of work um it takes a lot of personal you know you got to be good at Marla. quirk said you got to at marketing in and talking to people obviously you got to take pride in your craft i mean if you if you want to be that top-notch barber you got to treat yourself like that top-notch barber
0: I mean, you have to respect yourself and respect the industry, respect your clients, treat your clients well. I and mean, I think th- those things are important. So who has been like, so how old are you now, Cole? I'm 16. So you said you was about 13. You start thinking about being a barber. Yeah. So from 13 to now, has what has been some of the biggest inspirations to you and has kept that, that, that desire to burn inside of you to still want to be a barber?
2: Um, so I think around like 13 or so I would like look up videos on like different haircuts and stuff like that but right. never like and and then like on TikTok and everything like I would follow these barbers and everything and just like the haircuts they would do would be so cool and then like I would like want to do them so then and, like when I'm older I want to do this and I want to be like this and right
0: so have you attempted to cut anyone's hair yet? No. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. You're green. You're going to be a green barber because you don't want to come with no bad habits. Yeah. So what if you, like, for Christmas is what you do. right? tell your parents you want a pair of clippers. Okay. And you tell your dad the gift that you want is to cut his hair.
1: Okay. Let's see what he says. I don't know if you would agree,
2: but.
0: I mean, that's the easy gift.
1: That's
2: a very easy gift.
0: That's an easy gift. He'd be like, what? That's all you want. A pair of clippers and give me a haircut. You know, Cole, you got this. You, you think he will turn you off for that? <coughs> or he just have his regular barber? He goes to. He's happy.
2: Yeah, he he goes the same one every time. So.
0: How often does he get his haircut?
2: For his work, he keeps it like really short.
0: So just like a real low like, all it's around. Like
2: a high and tight. Oh,
0: yes.
1: no! Nice. Oh, you can do that. You can do it. You got this.
0: Uh, Cole, you need to start, you need to start coming by to school and just checking it out and this band is hanging out with us and you'll pick up some tips. And by Christmas time, we're gonna get you right. We're gonna get your hands right, give your dad that a cut.
2: It's, yep. it's uh right up the road, right, John City?
0: Yes, it's right there in, um, on McKinley Road. We actually have two locations. The one right there on roll Street, mm-hmm. and we moved into a new location. Um,
2: Is there uh, one downtown?
0: Yes, on McKinley Road.
2: Yeah, um, what's that? It's a restaurant right there.
0: Uh, Fryberg's, the label?
2: The label, yeah, yeah. me and my friend. He had like really long hair uh-huh. and he wanted to get his hair cut. And we saw that place and we were just trying to go to the like, he's like, I want to get this cut now. So we tried to go there. And then it was like pretty late, like when you guys were about to close. So we sat there and talked to the guy for a minute and he said we can come back in, but we just never went. Um, yeah,
0: so you're going to be cutting your friends here now.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're to have to pay me. So.
0: I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the thought process, that's what you have to have. So how, how do you envision you making a positive impact? Um, when you become a bar with your community?
2: I like to talk to people. Uh So um, just talking with everybody. And I feel like I have a pretty... uh, I can talk to people. It's like not what they're going through, but just like if you're having a good day. You can can relate to people. Yeah, I can relate to people a lot. And I've done things like I've played sports. I I like different things, so I can...
0: So you have a group of friends that you think... that can possibly be your clientele. Yeah. So you know when you're a barber, you have to cut men and women hair. Yes. Are you prepared for that?
2: Um, if I do it enough, I think I could be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and one, of your, one of your first clients will be your mother, too, as well.
2: We'll see what I – hopefully I don't mess her up too bad. <laughs>
0: my first client was my mother when I was, like, 14, and I cut her hair, and she told me, you did a great job. And know what I know now. I know I didn't do a good job, but she was just encouraging <laughs> me in my craft to be where I am today, which is good. Which is important so and you know coach white have you talked to coach white yet
2: um not really i don't really see him in the halls or anything or i don't have his class so um
0: yeah coach white's one of the best barbers in east tennessee
2: it's kind of crazy to think he's a business teacher at my school but.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean he came to school full-time during the pandemic and he's one of the best barbers in east Tennessee. are oh, you talking about ryan
1: yeah oh yeah Ryan's, Ryan's tough <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's in school it's like two doors down from Ryan and Ryan is the one who set up the career there at his school and Ryan invited me to come down and speak about barbers which is even greater yeah You yeah, so. need to talk to
1: Ryan Ryan's cool dude he'll get you a lot of insight on it too
0: so so I mean that's important so talk so what, what kind of what, what kind of feedback can you give to him Jordan being a young barber in potential barber in high school in 11th grade mm. because I, I like the fact that you chose your career. You want this career at this young.
1: If it was if it was me and I was in your predicament at knowing that I wanted to be a barber at a young age, I would have started in school. But that's just me, though. I mean, you, obviously, you don't have to. But because um, you can really use school to your advantage because, you you know, obviously, you with your friends. And you can help. Obviously, that's going to help you get better over time. But you're going to go, obviously, you're going to go to barber school afterwards. But I thought that would help you starting out because that's really the hardest part. Really, the beginning part is the clients, getting your clientele. And um, obviously, you work on your marketing at a younger age, too. Get that going, like with Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you use. Uh,
0: Learn how to create content.
1: Yeah, like content, learn how to make content. I don't know. I I feel like being in high school, I feel like if you start barber cutting hair when you're in high school, I feel like that's a major head start, major, major head start. That's just my opinion, though. But...
0: Cause you got, you got a perspective to reach so many people yeah. in high school. You can, and you're in the band, right? Talk about that. Yeah. You're in the band. How many people in your band?
2: Um, I think. How many members you guys have? Uh, in the high, hundred, like hundreds, maybe 200. Maybe.
0: <laughs> so think about that in the higher hundreds. If you just build a relationship with about 50 of those guys and mm-hmm. tell them, Hey, I'm, I'll become, I'm going to get my barber license. Would you guys let me practice? you? A-
1: Even if they don't let you cut their hair, at least they got you in their mind. Like, like if they, they, they want a haircut, it. yeah. they are like, all right, maybe I'll let them, I'll give, like, give them a chance, give and, them a try. And just
0: building that relationship because one of the first things is them being confident in you. So you have to mm-hmm. speak in confidence and say, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. And when people see you, you're serious about your craft and serious about your profession, especially at a young age, people okay, yeah, that's what's up. But it just makes me smile, you know, when people start picking this industry at a young age, and and I really definitely be like, this is what I wanna do, because a lot of people jump into this industry at a later age, Mm -hmm. uh, and not too many people, some people see it as like, they've tried several different things, and then they're like, let me try barbering. So it's good when people jump into our industry and say, this is what I wanna do. This is where I wanna be. And if I was, if there were like, barbers or instructors or school owners coming to my school when I was in middle school or high school and talking about the craft talking about the industry think about I think I I, that's what I would want to be instantly I would know that instantly because a lot of people don't understand the craft like you said it's it's like a rabbit hole Mm because there's not too much of a descriptive of it. So it's our, it's important that we go to these schools and high schools and middle schools and talk about the industry. Bring our tools and bring our clippers. Bring all our equipment and, and, and let the kids look at it and feel it and touch it. And talk about what a day is like in the shop. Talk about what a day is like in the barber industry. Talk about going to a hair show.
1: i said that's because I, just, I feel like there's always so much that one person can really show you because when I tell you, Like when I was in barber school and I went to my first hair show that it it changed my whole aspect of what I thought barbering was. Like it's crazy. Like it really I'm serious, it's crazy, man. I don't
2: even know what a hair show is.
1: Oh man. So tell them what a hair show is, Jordan. So a hair show is like um it's like a good like a like a super bowl. Yeah, like a big super bowl full of famous barbers and stylists, hairstylists, women. Uh, man it's, it's, like, it's like a Super Bowl of the industry where all the industry professionals
0: gather and you, you get to see the, the new trends, the new equipment, the new tools is coming out and people teach you techniques and you just it's just, it's just so great. And it might be 15, 20, 30,000 people there yeah. talking about the industry and they're all over the country. Mm-hmm. So that's another aspect of traveling to in this industry too that I didn't realize when I first started cutting it that, that there were all these hair shows out there. There's hair shows like in California, there's hair shows in Vancouver, there's a, they're in Toronto, they're in Charlotte, they're in, in Vegas, they're in, in London, they're in Russia, they're all over the world, you know what I mean? And just being able to go to these things as a barber and seeing the industry on the highest level, and then some of the hair shows, they have like, um, they give out awards, they give out... Um,
1: barber competitions, buttons. you win, you win comp- that's what I like doing, I like doing barber competitions because it's like... Um, you bring your client, and you can do any type of haircut, hairstyle, uh, bleach it, permit, do a design, some type of crazy design, and they, they judge you off of that, and you go against other barbers. And you can win money off of that. You can win clippers. You can win endorsements from clipper brands. You can But most just, of just like, build, a build a relationship with, with relationship the barbers with people. Yeah.
0: and, and seeing the industry for what it is.
1: Um,
2: by that, I feel like you can get your clientele out a lot more by doing a mm-hmm. show like that.
1: Yeah. So.
0: and it's important and, and you don't have to be a barber to go to those shows mm-hmm. like right now in high school you might tell your parents i want to go to a hair show i want to go to a barber show and one of the biggest ones is i'm in connecticut the ct expo, CT expo. and you're getting to go across the country and they, they do have things for kids in high schools and i hope they do if they don't i think that's something they should have a division for kids in high school who want to be barbers because i know when i um, and I uh, went to the hair show in um, IBS in New York. And the last two days is just for high school students, which is amazing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: So it's just, just high school students? The
0: last two days. It's a, it's a convention for barbers, estheticians, um, cosmetologists, for everybody. But the last two days of the, sh- of the show is for high school students. And they have high school students bust them in from all over the country.
1: Yeah, you need to go. That, that's cool. That's cool. i will tell you right now, it it'll probably solidify your whole. Even if you was not even thinking about possibly being become a barber, but I feel like it would it would make you be like, dang, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do this for real.
0: So, uh, so, and one, you, you made a statement earlier, um, Cole, saying um, you want to really go to a bigger city. Mm-hmm. And one of the key things is with um, with barbering and how social media is. Just like you're watching videos and you have seeing all these cool haircuts, mm. there are a lot of people in your city, in your town, watching those videos too. So that could be a game trend. That could be a market for you in your city mm-hmm. to set that trend and open up a business there because, like you're saying, there's none. So And, and there's, a, there's an old adage in, um, in economics, supply and demand.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, easier to, it's easier to stand out. In cities, smaller cities, because you can bring what you think the city needs, like the haircuts that you like, yeah. you might not see them much around here, but you can be that person that brings it to the city
0: and there are a lot of other kids in your high school in your area who want those things too, yeah, so that could be a business you could start thinking about right now because you said your, one of your goals is to get into this industry and then start your own business
2: yeah so. If I were to do something like that, it'd be smarter to stay in like, let's say, Elizabeth, and, and just like buy a, or like rent out a building and then like project myself towards like younger kids. And everything. I mean,
0: you, you can project yourself through the younger kids and middle school kids, high school, or just generally um, because you have a market, you have a market that you don't even understand that you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a unique market that you don't understand. I mean, you said you're in the band, and there's upwards of um, say, 150 people in your band? Yeah, close to. I mean, that, that's <laughs> having the clientele of, say, for instance, you're in the 11th grade. You get your license in a year time. Because pretty much soon, we'll be, we, will, we do do dual enrollment. So if there's something that you're interested in, we'll talk about that, where you can start working on your license mm-hmm. next year or even this year. We'll talk to your parents about that. But imagine, like you said, getting that head start in high school and you're building up your clientele and all you, you get really, really, really good with those clippers and those shares in your hands and you're like 17, 18 and your clientele base is built up to like 150. By the time you're 21, think about what your clientele base would be.
1: It'd be crazy. I've <laughs> wanted, I've, I, started, I started cutting hair when I was 21 and I'm about to turn 25 in December. So I've been cutting hair for three years, going on three years now. And uh if I would have started at your age you definitely get a lot more done in the time frame. Like it's just especially you being in school. I mm-hmm. just but I feel like it just helped you all a lot more.
0: Well I think um one thing's I know your high school they don't have a cosmetology department. No, they don't. So I think that's something they're working on and I think that's that's gonna be big when they work on it. But I, again, we're we're doing dual enrollment so it's something that we could talk about, so we can start you in as soon as possible whenever you're ready. But this, what excites you about the industry, though? What excites you just make you like?
2: <clears throat> like a- watching videos and like seeing, because barbers like before and after, right? And seeing like it's like almost a completely new person, like them coming in and like them like not liking their haircut at all, and then leaving, and they're just like. Like, they're confident now. Like right. that, that's just cool to me. So you
0: so you want to see just, like, that smile on someone's face. Yeah. Just doing that. When I talked about the artwork, every, like, 30 minutes, you're doing, like, something on the canvas, and every 30 minutes they're just leaving you to a, a, a new canvas coming in. And that excites you. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. And how often do you get your hair cut?
2: I don't even know. It's, it's, like, probably weeks at a time. Maybe like, yeah. Because when I go, it's not that short. But I don't like it that long either, so right.
0: I'm just. You should let Jordan give you a shot. Jordan could do some. I see Jordan over there salivating. He's like, man, I could really do some. T-
2: <laughs>
1: Taper that up and keep the curls up top. Yeah, bro, this, that that thing's a thing too. Once you become a barber and start cutting hair, you look at people's hair like, dang, I can kill that. It's like, <laughs> but that's how you, That's where you get your confidence from too. If you go just going up and asking somebody, but hey, bro, you know, um, I like you know, you she let me get you a chance to like let me cut your hair one time. They either say yes or no. Or maybe, so at least it's likely a chance, 50-50. You're
2: yeah, like the worst you can get is a no, so yeah. like why or not? Or maybe
1: not, I mean, or later on, at least they know that you cut hair and he might actually give you a chance later on, even if they said no, so.
0: So this is what I want you to do from here on out. As you go to school, stop putting like a, get a little a little, little statistics, little, do a little case study and ask maybe your next 200 friends, or people that you know, if they'll let you cut their hair. And be serious about it and see, and, and see after you get those 200 da- down pack, see how many people say yeah or how many people say no. But you have to be serious because it's not something that you've been talking about and people know that, hey, this is what you want to do. So if you come out of the left field, it's probably my like throwing for a loop. So you might have to start talking yourself up, you yeah, I'm going to be a barber. Because that's the important part. Once you start believing it and say this is what you want to do, you have to start acting upon it now to show people that yeah, I'm serious about this.
1: And once they know that you're serious, you, you're you going to get so much support that you would never thought you would get because people like seeing people doing stuff that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Or it's actually following through with it because there's a lot of people that say that they're going to do something and they don't follow through with it. So yeah. I mean, as long as you follow through with it.
0: and and then and, and then you might start a trend of something that there's so many people who want to say that, but they're afraid to say it mm-hmm. or don't know how to say it. There's so many people who want to get into this industry, but they're like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, somebody, what people might think because it's not the typical um, four-year college. It's not the typical, um, I don't know what people are going to think. You might, but you have to have some conviction of when you want to do something. You have to have some conviction about, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm, I, you know what, I'm going to be good at this. And when you have those convictions, when you, when you, when you believe in yourself like that, the sky's the limit.
1: You'll gain a lot more friends. You'd be people probably be friends with people you never even thought it would be your friends, um, just because y'all love the same stuff. That I mean, love the same stuff. I've met new people. I met Craig. I met Emma. I met Kobe. I met a whole bunch of people. So you can put get be surrounded by great people. Surround yourself by great people.
0: I mean, yeah, this the industry is just so love where you'll be meeting people that you wouldn't think that, and they look at you like Cole. You did that like that? Cole, Cole, you did that? You're like, yeah. What you, what you expect? What you think? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait till that happens. They'll be like, Cole, you did that? You did that cut?
1: Like, yeah. You're going to shrug it off? I'm like, yeah. yeah that's,
0: that's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> so, so, so ha, ha, picture yourself, like, three years from now, and you got your license.
2: Pretty cool. <laughs> it's just like I don't know what to think. Yeah, you probably don't. You probably haven't yeah. thought that far. Yeah,
1: that's, a, that's okay. And, and that's okay. Yeah. But you have
0: to start visualizing yourself in that role now, because that's what you want to. You have to start visualizing yourself. That's me. Okay. And you're gonna be walking around school looking at people's hair now. You're gonna be like Jordan. I got that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I got that. I'm gonna I'm freak. That haircut out. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna put some work in. What what is what is your best haircut? When you look at haircuts, what is, what is haircut that really just like turn, like man, I like that cut right there. Um, oh, describe what, your, your perfect haircut. Or, or your, I guess your favorite haircut.
2: I like, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's like, it's like an undercut, but it's like a fade, and it goes down the back, and there's still like hair back here.
1: Uh, uh, first fade. Drop maybe. Drop fade, burst fade. Yeah, you but there's like fade.
2: hair, and it's like, it like kind of flows back a little bit. You're probably talking about a drop fade. Probably a drop fade. Yeah, but it looks super good.
0: Yeah. but you, but think you'll be doing that hair soon. You'll be you'll be doing those type of haircuts. You'll be the one with your with your business down in and turning it up. <laughs> Everybody be coming to call for that tight fade. I can see it. What you what do you think, Jordan?
1: I can see it. I feel like I got <laughs> I can tell that you really like it though. I could just tell by the way you are, but um, I mean, it's just the one thing you have to understand though is that everything comes with time, yes. and it's not easy. Um, you gotta, you gotta learn to accept failure. Like you can't, don't. I wouldn't say accept it. This like, well, be understand com- be understand, understand
2: with, growth yeah like it's, go- it's
1: not going to come the first time yeah like, like you know what I'm saying it's going to be repetitive as long as you just keep on thinking positive it's a learned ready. skill
0: and, yeah. a, and it being a learned skill you're going to have some ebbs and flows meaning some ups and downs mm-hmm. and it's going to take some time while you're learning this skill that you're going to get frustrated you are like man how will i be ever be able to do this and and then after a while it just hits you under you're like okay I understand I get to point A, from point A to point B, but it's it's need a little bit more fine-tuning, and I got this.
2: Like, the day you came into my school, like, when you were, like, talking about the dual enrollment, I was just been thinking, like, what's the fastest way I can get (laughs) into this, and it's, like, stuff like that. But, like, I know with something good, it does take time.
0: And that's the the good approach to have.
2: But, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about, about just – Like,
1: what's the fastest way I can get doing this and everything like that? Like starting? Yeah. That's the
0: way you're starting. But think about it. Again, that's the importance of just going to school, the career days, and just talking about your career because there are a lot of kids, a lot of people in positions that they don't know what they want to do, but there are also a lot of people who know what they want to do, but they just don't know how to go about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just need that little boost, that little inspiration of someone coming into the school and just talking about the careers that they do. Just talk and showing the equipment. And you know what I mean? That, that's it. I mean I can, I can I can't even describe the feeling that we had on Friday when we had those kids in middle school. They they were excited. I mean they were wondering like what's these Clippers doing and all the little girls were like I want to be a barber. I like watching YouTube videos. I like watching, and I'm like. Out of the four hundred kids, about like a hundred, hundred, hundred of them was was little girls who said they want to be barbers, and I was like, that made my heart smile. Like these little girls are really interested in wanting to be be in this industry. Yeah, that
1: is that is a little crazy. Yeah. Especially little girls.
2: Yeah. That is crazy. but <laughs> I didn't know what like an esthetician was in a whole, right. but when when you came and described it, it was cool. Like, and
0: everything. you see what I'm saying. And I think more estheticians need to start going to school and describing what they do. You know, because a lot of people, and I talk about all our, all I, all the skills that we have, barbering, esthetician, cosmetologist, and barbering. And then most of the girls, the kids, the students, they didn't know what estheticians were. And but that's a lot of people didn't know what that what, that, what an esthetician does.
1: Well, a lot of people get probably just get they get a lot of the. A lot of them mix, like get them mixed up. Mm-hmm. They probably think certain things are certain stuff, but it's not. But I mean, you, do, you I know mean, what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know.
0: Right. And it's the cosmetology field, of course. And under the cosmetology field is barber and aesthetics, cosmetologists, and manicuring. So I mean, I think we do, again, we do a better job of reaching these kids where they are and talking to them about the profession because, um, like you said, Cole, you didn't know. Who who to approach, how to get the information about yeah. what you want to do.
2: Mm-hmm. And, like, when you're talking about, like, the cosmetology in a whole, like, there's so many things inside of cosmetology that I had no clue. Right. But, like, barbering is, like, definitely piqued my interest the most. Like, when you came in that one day, there was, I forget what she asked, about, there was this one girl, but she talked about something that i never heard of before. And it was just cool to hear about that. And then, like, if you go to these... Uh, shows or you were talking about how you can meet all these different people inside right. the cosmetology field or the industry. And yeah, then that, that's cool to me as well.
0: Mm. So, how, how do you see yourself contributing to the industry? Um, what do you think you can add to the industry as a?
2: I feel like my personality is unique, and like I can just bring a different view to it. Mm-hmm. Like. Everyone's going to have their own personality, and that's why things are, and that's why everything's unique. Right. So, in, like, these shows, if I, like, when I become a barber, um, I will go to these shows and, like...
0: But you, you, don't have to wait. you don't have to become a barber first. You can go to the shows, like, like now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can just go to the show, like, with your mom one day, with your dad, and say, hey, I want to go to a hair show. And you can just go, and you can just buy a ticket as a regular... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just go. And I think that would be fun. I think that that would be the next level. Mm. Just go to it, and, and if you think you want to be a barber now, you're going to come back from that show just like mm. your eyes is going to be like. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm saying like if I were to become, like when I become a barber, like um, again, I have my clientele up. Like I'm not saying it's going to change me, but it'll open my eyes to more things. Like right. you're going to learn things as a barber because you're talking to so many people about it. And then like, You just talk to different people and like they're interested in your personality like when you meet new people that's how you become friends with somebody so like like i have a pretty wide range of things that i like so i can just interest people in different things and
0: one of the biggest things in barbara that i love Cole, is the relationships that i make with my clients Mm -hmm. the conversation that i have with people who sit in my chair The conversations with people who I've met for the first time who we connect on on a haircut during a haircut. That's some of the that's some of the best memories, some of the most memorable things I've had while I've been in this industry. Just connecting with people sitting in the chair or just building relationships, having having some of some of the best friends I've had through giving them a haircut and we became friends and going to their weddings and just hanging out with them or just you know just having a conversation just people really look up to you and really you build that bond with them which is it becomes so strong it's it, it's just so hard to describe sometimes because it's it's something that's it, that's one of the greatest things about barbering
1: yeah i feel like a lot of people get caught up in the whole wanting to get good a haircutting aspect of it mm-hmm. but What's really gonna set you apart from everybody else is your connection with your clients, mm-hmm. be relationships, um, being there for them when they need somebody to talk to. You'd be surprised you be what you'd be talking about in a barber chair. There's a lot of people that don't have somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. and when you go to a barber, it's like a it's like a therapist. Really. Like you're
2: open to things, yeah. and you can just express your feelings because yeah. that's your barber. Yeah, and
0: like yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the more and more I think about it now, and uh, I know in the state of Tennessee, you just have to. Um, be 16 years of age and have um, 10th grade equivalency mm. and then you can start that would be so amazing if someone could start at the 10th grade and have their license by 11th grade and still be in high school and be a, a master barber
1: that would be crazy Or even get it by like that
0: 12 the high school by the seniors get it in this place. so you by the time you graduate you have your barber license and you'll be getting your high school diploma going well across the stage
1: walk across straight, straight to a shop after that, that when you that, graduate. That's crazy.
2: Um, like you said, the dual enrollment thing, I don't know how that would go into effect, but like if I were to start now, I would have it, it's a year, right, Yeah,
0: you do have to, well, with you in school, you just have to talk to your counselors and mm-hmm. see what, what um, classes that you have, that's an elective that they can push you towards that. Mm-hmm. Because I think it just, if you have taken all your classes, that will be the determination of how you can go into dual enrollment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the best thing to do now is just talk to your counselor and say, hey, how can we do this? Or talk to your high school principal. Or even Coach White, because I know he probably knows someone at the high school who would point you in the direction. And then once they contact me, we'll make it happen on our end. Okay. Yeah.
2: And I would, for the dual enrollment thing,
0: You'd be in high school, and you'd be coming to school, and you'd be doing both.
2: Like I would go to
1: crown cuts? Yeah. That's cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a game changer.
1: Yeah, I feel like like that'd be smart for you to do, especially if you know that you absolutely know that you want to do it. I think you should go for it, for sure, 100%. Yeah. I
0: mean, but also talk to your parents and have a sit down, let them know. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you don't want to make no decisions without your parents involved and having them help you formulate a good plan Mm -hmm. for this because at the same time they are the ones who they know you they know who you are and they know what's best for you and they know what's what's going to help you be the person that you're going to be as an adult as a young adult yeah so i I think that's amazing yeah do you have any questions for us Cole?
2: um are there i had it like written down on my phone but are there any like Goals in your career, you still want to accomplish?
0: Yes, I want to open a school in the Caribbean. And the reason why I want to open a school in the Caribbean is because I feel I have we have a network of barbers right now, so everybody can come and teach one week out of the year with all the students that we have. So you can come now and go on vacation, teach one week, and come back, or even two weeks. And that that's that's my goal. Just continuously, just Teaching and and giving people a chance to understand this wonderful career and being this wonderful career called barbering.
2: There's so many things that go into just barbering, like people just think it's like cutting hair, but there's so much
1: more into it than just that.
0: Oh yeah, if, uh, What talk about the book, John? What's in the book?
1: Well, for the goal.
0: No, the book for um, that goes into being a barber.
1: It's chemistry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bro, chemistry, anatomy, uh, the history of barbering. There's a uh, electricity. Electric like you learn uh, the clippers, like how like what tools kind of rubber, like tools kind of engines in the clippers. And there's like perms, color, uh that bro, there's a lot. But it's not it's not don't i trying to make you scared. It's not like overwhelming. It's as long as you do your thing, you straight. But It does help you a lot, especially if you know the book. Because if you know the book, then you're most likely gonna go in not, not not knowing anything. Like you're gonna know absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. So,
2: what's like the coolest haircut you've ever done?
1: The coolest haircut I've ever like. um, I did okay. So I went to a barber competition in Nashville uh, a couple months ago, and I did a burst fade on one side, and I did a reverse fade on the other side. I don't know if you know what a reverse it I, is. I don't. It's kind of like, you know, a fade usually goes from like bottom up like this. Yeah. Lighting I did it from dark. the top down. And then I did like a V shape in the back and I cropped the top. Did a reverse fade on his beard as well on one side and the other side was regularly faded.
2: That'd be cool. It was the opposite? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most, uni- was that the most unique thing you've ever done too?
1: Yeah, so far. So far. I'm going to try to do some more crazy stuff. I got to, there's a lot. See, that's the thing with barbering, too. You never, um, there's a lot you got to learn. You never stop learning, bro. Mm. Like, there's stuff that I, I mean, I'm good, but I'm not anywhere as good as I think I should be. Right. I'll tell you that right now. Like, it's, uh, there's a lot of barbers in this world that are absolutely crazy. Yeah. So.
0: Well, crazy good. I mean, crazy, just, just yeah. unique, just skill. Yeah, Real this, skill. They
1: stand out in their own way. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's it just depends on how good you want to be. I I want to be one of the greatest in the world, so. Mm. That's that's uh, how I'm gonna keep it. That's how I'm gonna keep that mindset. That's one of my goals: being one of the greatest in the world.
2: What's the most unique haircut you've ever done? Um, uh, I, my,
0: I love afros. I love doing afros. That's that's probably like my most favorite haircut. Um, just just the way when you finish with an afro, when it's just all set, you pick it out all the way and it's just really just even and it's just looking like a, a statue or like a pyramid just coming up out this, you know what I mean, this unique shape. And it's just, it, it, it's just so interesting to me. I love cutting afros. It's uh, a lot
1: harder to make a perfect after than what people think. Afros is a It's, it's a, hard, it's a hard. Cut. yeah, it's, it is. Especially but, to make it yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah It's crazy.
0: That's my favorite cut. That's like, I love doing the afro. Yeah, and the bigger the afro, the bigger the challenge. Like, I love it.
1: Just the plain afro, no fade. Just,
0: you know, I taper on both sides, on the sides. Okay. or I mean, you gotta taper it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: It don't. You look right. <laughs> yeah.
0: You gotta make it, you, you can't make it look like a somebody' is hidden and stuff. You gotta make sure you. It's The can it. five. Yeah. Nah, it's 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 yeah. Afros are, and there's so many. And as you get into the industry, Cole, you You gonna see that there's so many different styles, so many different techniques, so many different types of haircut. I and mean, you start looking at them. Even now, as you being a barber, you're going to start going to school and start looking at people's hair. Mm-hmm. You're going to be looking at men and women, girls and boys, and looking at their hair and be like, okay. And you'll start noticing things that you didn't notice before because your eyes are started dilating just on
2: haircuts. Like, I feel like I could do this and it'd look better or something right. like that. Right, you'll be looking at Barrett's.
0: you would be like, you go home and you would be like looking at your dad's haircut. You'll be able to see some imperfections after a while and be like, Dad, I don't think he got you
1: right. <laughs> yeah, let me let me get a chance. Let me take a chance.
0: <laughs> so is there anything you'd like to say to your parents right now as far as this industry that you that you that you think you can have said to them about this industry that you like, uh uh, uh going into it?
2: Um I don't know. I feel like there's from like their view, I feel like most parents, like for a unique career. There's more into it that the kid sees than the parents, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't understand. But I feel like if you do sit down and talk to them, like you said, they would understand. But just from and if my parents do with some of this, which they probably will, but <laughs> I'll probably have a better understanding of what I want to do when I'm older, and you know, we could talk about it more.
0: Right, that's not good. Not, do you have any brothers or sisters?
2: I have a sister. She's. I don't know. She was in Alaska. So. Oh dang. Yeah.
0: Have you ever talked to her about that?
2: Um, no, not really. We haven't really like been the closest, but
0: um, throw it we're out. We like
2: 5 years apart.
0: Yeah, throw so. it, throw throw it out one day say, "Hey, I want to be a barber. What you think?" Just start telling us what you have to do. From here on out, just tell people, hey, "I'm going to be a barber. This this is it. If I want to do. This is what I want to do." You know what I mean? Cuz as you say that, people are going to start helping you push you towards your goal which is good too
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so what you think of the podcast today Cole you said you were nervous was it it wasn't nervous it wasn't
2: bad no um it was fun just sitting and talking about it because I haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it at all but talking about it was definitely nice and learning good. more about it
1: definitely did better so. than me than my first time yeah like real like well, I was sweating. <laughs> I think when I, I first sweating.
2: started, my face got red. So <laughs> I hope the camera
0: came. No, nah, you're going to be fine. You did really good. I mean, this an opportunity to tell the world what you do. I mean, we're mm-hmm. in over 60 countries around the world. I mean, we're a top 25 podcast in the United States, a top 25 podcast in the world and as far as barber industry. Um, shout out to Feedspot for ranking us that high. Um, I mean, we have people from around the country who's always giving us feedback and listening to what we're saying. And so what you said today on this podcast, you're going to help someone who is 15, 16. 16, help them formulate a plan, formulate that choice to be to come into this industry, which is good. Because a lot of times at that age, you, you there's something that you like to do, but you're afraid to say it mm-hmm. because you don't want someone to judge you and knock it down and then have you change your mind. And if you believe in something, if something that your heart's telling you, this is what you want to do, you should follow your heart. And follow your goals because remember, it's, it's your heart, your goals. And it's gonna be for you. It's gonna, you're the one who's gonna be happy in your decision that you're making. You're the one who's gonna be happy in the job that you're doing.
1: And not everybody, not everybody is meant to hear your goals. Nobody's like, cause some people just don't, they, they be downers. They just don't. Sometimes you just got to give somebody encouragement. I always like encouraging people. If you got something that you want to do, go and get it. If it's something that's meant for you, or what you think is meant for you, then that's probably it. Because a lot of people don't go with it because they get shut down by somebody else's opinion. Yep. So.
0: And one of the key things I can say to you, Jordan, in closing is, I mean, I'm sorry, Cole. Is make the same energy you coming into it, in this industry. Mm-hmm. Keep that energy yeah keep that love for it um when you when you're starting to learn and you're going to school it's like like jordan and i said earlier there's going to be some ups and downs because you're learning something and it's called growth it's going to be an uncomfortable period because you there's some things that you don't know and yeah. you have to learn it and it's not going to happen in a day or a week it's going to take some time yeah but you have to stick with it and, and give it your all mm-hmm. and <laughs> when you finish when you when you when you hit that floor you're going to be like man it was all worth it mm-hmm. and think about the more you the more you learn the more you earn and try to know as much as possible about this industry not just the haircut not just the fade um, building relationships your client retention how to market yourself how to make content how to how to take care of your clients how to make your clients your your attitude your attitude matters mm-hmm. How you treat people really matters. Your customer service. All those things you have to start Mm. thinking about because all those things will help you retain clients and help your income go where it needs to go.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's important.
2: Uh, A question, did you win that?
1: I did not. I've only won uh, two. I've only won two, I've done four. But like I said, like you ain't going to win everything you all fail. You just got to get back up and try. But keep when you to when
0: you enter competition, you don't fail though.
1: No, it's a technically you go. You really actually, I've learned a lot of hairstyles going to those because I'm like, dang, that junk was crazy. I'm gonna do that next yeah. time, or maybe uh, there's something I seen in that that I could have done next time. I might do the same haircut again, but make it better.
2: Like you take something from that and you and see learn, another haircut yeah. and put it together. Yeah, it together. Like, yeah, yeah you, just learn, you just learn from it,
1: bro. It's not real. Some people take it the wrong way because some people are. I mean, I don't like losing either, mm-hmm. but. Just the experience yeah, that just you're gaining, the knowledge yeah.
0: that you're in, the people that you're meeting and the, the things that you've seen that, that you can maybe try or help enhance the way you do things, how you cut hair, how you, you can never fail when you enter a competition. And I think everybody should do a competition, mm-hmm. everyone. So prepare for your competition when you're getting yours, Cole. So, so tell everybody where you're from your first, last name, and what you do, and give a little brief description of you. Who is Mr. Cole?
2: Um, my name is Cole Kemp. I go to Elizabethan High School. I'm from Elizabethan.
0: And Elizabethan, Tennessee. Yeah, Not really. And you in the band?
2: Yeah, I'm in the band. You play any sports? Uh, I played football last year. I played soccer my whole life.
0: So, so you got a base of clientele that's yeah. sitting waiting there. Yeah, <laughs> just sitting waiting there, just like, whoosh. yeah. So, what'd you think about today joining this podcast today? What'd you like about it?
1: It's a good podcast. I like having the uh, the young kids on here. Kind of makes me feel like myself when I first started. Cause uh, I mean, it's it's scary, especially not knowing what you want to do, but also taking a step into something that you think you want to do. Um, it's a. I mean, it's nice meeting you. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, bro. Just keep just do your thing. That's why I would say just go with your heart.
0: Yeah, that's big. I think it's important to start going to different barbershops. I think mm-hmm. you should go up there and and visit Jordan one day, and just see how you, and just spend a day with him or a couple hours with him.
1: Yeah, any anytime right. you need, uh, once you start, when you start cutting, anytime you need questions about anything, you mm-hmm. can message me on Instagram. Uh, I mean, I'm I going start. I think I'm gonna start trying to do like personal classes, mm-hmm. like uh, like helping you walk through haircuts and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah anytime you need help, bro, don't mind to hit me up.
0: So what's your lasting words? If if someone is trying to get into this industry at your age, what can you say to them to inspire them? Or or how was it for you to come out your shell and say, like, this is what I want to do? How how can you inspire someone who want to get into this industry at your age in high school?
2: Um, Talk to people. Like, um, if you just keep it, like, to yourself, I mean, you're definitely going to still want to do it. But if you talk to people, you're going to get better insight on the career or things that you didn't know that you will learn by talking to people. And you're going to gain things from that that you can also share with other people. So it's just uh, just talking to people, I think, is a good thing, really good thing. That's big.
0: That's big. Jay, what's your last words? I
1: always got to say what I got to say. You know, uh, live life, have fun. Don't be scared to fail. Um, just do you. Go do you. Go have fun.
0: Yes, sir. That's big. And and this is encourage someone and pick somebody up. And that's what I said to everybody at my last words. Encourage someone, pick someone up, tell someone how good they are. Be be kind. Be be a good human being, and always empower people. Speak life into people. Speak positivity into people. Encouragement is big. Affirmation, positive. Reinforcement, Just positivity, that, I think that helps a lot of people. Just letting people know that yo, they have someone positive in their corner, someone who's going to support their goals, their dreams, their aspirations, whatever it is. Just stay positive. Barbara College success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC, Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Virginia, and Professional Academy in downtown JC. Spreading love the Tri-City way is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. Peace.